We're so grateful, Lord, that we can sit down at your feet and meditate on your word. Our prayer in this hour, Lord, is that you would speak and we would listen. We pray even as we consider the theme that is for this season, Thy Kingdom Come, that such love as we just sang for Your Kingdom may be produced in our hearts. So we pray committing this time into your hands. May your Holy Spirit be in charge. May He lead us into that specific word that you have us, which you have us to hear today. And we will give you all the glory. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Would you turn to Matthew chapter 6? We want to start by reading the what has been the theme verse for this season. Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. It's part of the so-called Lord's Prayer, as you know. And we read, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And if you would go a little ahead in the same gospel in chapter 16, we want to read the last verse of the chapter, verse 28. If you remember this verse, is the Lord speaks this six days before the transfiguration, His transfiguration. And in a way, it's an explanation for what the transfiguration of our Lord Jesus means. And our Lord says, Truly, I say to you, there are some of those who are standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in His kingdom. 28节主这样讲，我实在告诉你们，站在这里的有人在每场死位之前，必看见人子降临在他国度里。If you read the same verse, the parallel account in the Gospel of Mark, the expression is until they see the Son of Man coming, the kingdom of God, sorry, coming in power. 如果看的相对应的经文，在马可福音里面，它就是里面讲到神的国在能力当中降临。and then we have the account of the transfiguration of our Lord Jesus. We just want to read one of the verses uh, in Matthew of that account. There's five. Chapter 17, verse 5. While he, that's Peter, while he was still speaking, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud said, This is my beloved son. With whom I am well pleased, listen to him. 说话之间,就彼得在说话,忽然有一朵光明的云彩遮盖他们,且有声音从云彩里出来说,这是我的爱子,我所喜悦的,你们要听他。Colossians chapter 1, 
哥罗西书第一章 verses thirteen to fourteen. For he, that's talking about God the Father, for he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. 十三节，他救了我们脱离黑暗的权势，他就是指主，把我们迁到他爱子的国里。我们在爱子里得蒙救赎，罪过得以赦免。Finally, some verses from Revelation chapter twelve. 最后就是启示录第十二章。Let's start from the beginning of the chapter. 我们在十二章开始来读。A great sign appeared in heaven: a woman clothed with the sun, and the moon under her feet. And on her head a crown of twelve stars, and she was with child, and she cried out, being in labor and in pain, to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his head were seven diadems. And his tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven, and threw them on the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, who was about to give birth. So that when he she when she gave birth, he might devour her her child, and she gave birth to a son, a male child, who is to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up to God and to His throne. 十二章第一节到第四节，天上现出大异象来，有一个妇人身披日头，脚踏月亮，头戴十二星的冠冕，她怀了孕，在生产的艰难中疼痛呼叫。天上又显出异象来，有一条大红龙，呃，七头十角，七头上戴着七个冠冕，它的尾巴拖着天上星辰的三分之一摔在地上。龙就站在那将要生产的妇人面前，等她生产之后，要吞吃她的孩子。妇人生了一个男孩子，是将来要用铁杖管呃辖管万国的。他的孩子被提到神的宝座那里去了。We'll jump a little ahead in the same chapter, and starting from verse nine. And the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old, who is called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, "Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of His Christ have come, for the accuser of our brethren." Has been thrown down. He who accuses them before our God day and night, and they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb, and because of the word of their testimony, and they did not love their life even when faced with death. 我们从啊第九节读到第十呃十一节，大龙就是那古蛇，名叫魔鬼，又叫撒旦，是迷惑普天下的。他被摔在地上，他的使者也一同被摔下去。我听见天上有大声音说。我神的救恩、能力、国度，并他基督的权柄，现在都来到了。因为在我们神面前昼夜控告我们弟兄的，已经被摔下去了。弟兄胜过他，是因羔羊的血和自己所见证的道。他们虽至于死，也不爱惜性命。So as we mentioned, we are considering this matter of Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is on heaven. 所以，我们讲到我们思想我们的主题经文：你的国度降临，你的旨意行在地上，如同行在天上。So we want to take a fresh look at this at this phrase. 
Our Lord is teaching us, instructing us to make that specific prayer for His kingdom to come. 我们的主在教导我们有这样特别的祷告，为着他国度的降临。But what exactly does that mean？但是这句话到底意味着什么呢？See, if we're going to make that prayer, we are commanded to make it, right? But if we're going to make that prayer in any meaningful way, it's crucial that we understand the nature of what we're asking for。如果我们要有这样的祷告，然后再有意义的这样的祷告，那我们就应该明白这个祷告到底这意味着什么。In other words, What's the nature of this kingdom that we are asking to come? 换句话说，我们求神的国来降临。这个神的国的特质是什么呢？As I believe, for, by now it was mentioned several times, the matter of the kingdom of God permeates Scripture, beginning to end, no exaggeration. 我想现在大家都很熟悉了，关于。神的国在整本圣经中从起初到末了，到处都渗透般的提到了。The word of God begins with this matter of the kingdom. If you read carefully Genesis chapter one, you find the kingdom there. 神的国其实在啊圣经的开始，在创世纪的第一章，如果大家仔细读，就会发现神的国在那里已经被提到。The word of God ends in the final vision in Revelation. You have the New Jerusalem. The center of that city is the throne. Where the God, where God and the Lamb are. And God's servants, we, we read, they are serving Him forever and ever. In that reigning with Him, that's the expression. Is the kingdom of God finally came. 然后在那里，神的仆人也在那里日夜的来侍奉他，与他一同做王掌权。那里就是讲到了神的国在启示录最终了。Well, in between Genesis and Revelation, you'll find the kingdom of God is everywhere in the Word of God in both Testaments, Old and New. 啊，然后在整本的啊圣经当中，在创世纪和启示录中间，无论是旧约和新约，到处都讲到了神的国。No, I I don't know, but I feel very strongly that when the Holy Spirit emphasizes something in the Word of God, all the Word of God is important, we know that, but when something is emphasized and repeated and is a central theme, is one of His ways to grab our attention. Uh,我不太知道,但是说呢,当圣灵在圣经当中特别的一次又一次的强调一些的事物的时候,它就是要在这里引起我们的注意。because there is something that is crucial in our spiritual lives that we must not just understand with our minds, but have it revealed and enter into the experience of it. So you see, I'm going to go through some verses that we already read in this season. In the, I don't know if you have been considering this for two months or so. There are some aspects that I want to either emphasize for the first time or re-emphasize if they were already mentioned.哦，有些呃角度，我想呃第一次，比如我第一次提到的话，那么就提出来。如果没有的话，我们也就复习一下，强调一些这些重点。So I just said, if you read Genesis chapter one carefully, you see the kingdom is there. 我刚才提到，如果我们仔细的读创世纪第一章，我们会看到神的国在那里。
And in case you're wondering, where exactly, we don't see the word kingdom there. Where exactly do we see the kingdom expressed in the very beginning of the word of God? I'll read with you the, the very well-known verse about man's formation. Actually, it's not exactly man's formation. It's that God had decided to create man. Genesis 1.26, and we read, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And here you have the term, let them rule. When God is about to make man, what is his intention for that creature? Is for them to rule, exercise authority. Now, when you read Genesis 1, it's quite clear that something already was challenging God's authority at that point when God is creating man. Because in verse 2 of that chapter, chapter 1, it reads that the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. This is after God created heavens and earth. It says exactly this. There is a verse in Isaiah, I'm not reading it with you, but it says that God made the earth not to be a waste, an empty space. So think about it for a sec. In Genesis 1.1 it says God created in the beginning heavens and earth, and then it says the earth was formless and void. Uh,在以赛亚书当中有一段经节讲到说神造地不是让地荒芜,但是呢,我们就看到创世第一章这里,在创造天地第一节第二节之后讲到地是空虚混沌,圆面黑暗。So it's not that God made it in initially formless and void. He made something according to Isaiah that was habitable. 神造天地的时候,不是造它就是空虚混沌的,是造着像以赛亚书的,是让地使可以使人得居住。But the, the best translation from the original for Genesis 1-2 is, the earth became, not was, the earth became formless and void. Uh, 对于创世纪第一章最好的一个翻译呢,第二节的翻译呢,就是说,不是说地是空虚混沌,而是地变成了空虚混沌。and that's an indication to us that something happened that challenged God's kingdom, God's rule, God's authority. Genesis doesn't give us those details. But when we read other scriptures, like Isaiah chapter 14 or Ezekiel chapter 28, we know that that's the rebellion of the archangel. Uh, 但是呢, 在这里没有给我们解明, 但是如果我们读以赛亚十四章, 
和以西结啊书二十八章那里就讲到了那呃天使长的啊背叛。Lucifer, he rebelled against God's rule, God's authority. 就是路西佛，他啊背叛于神，挑战神的权柄。And that's why the earth became something happened, some cataclysm accompanied that act of rebellion. 啊，所以呢，那就是有一些的事情伴随着他这样的背叛，有些事情发生了，变成地是空虚混沌。And it's after that restoration of the earth that we read. That's that would be the right, the proper term in Hebrew. For most of the verbs in Genesis chapter one. 然后呢，在创世纪第一章里，这大多数的动词的意思都是恢复性的，所以神都在给做恢复的工作。God is restoring everything. 神就恢复一切的事情。Making the earth habitable again. 让地再成为可居住的。And at the end of that, He makes man. 在这之后，他造了人。And He says, "Let them rule." 他说，让他们管理。So at the very beginning, the reason for our existence in God's heart is that we should exercise His authority. It's connected with the kingdom. You see. So in the beginning, God in creating man's purpose is to let us exercise His authority. It's connected with the kingdom. Now, let me just say something by means of clarification. I'm trying to explain it more clearly. It's not that when the archangel rebelled. That God lost His dominion, that His kingdom was gone. No, not at all. 并不是当天使长背叛的时候，神就失去了他的国度，并不是这样的。But sometimes we may get confused about that. 但有的时候我们会在这上面有混淆。Uh, if I'm going to read just two verses from many that we could choose that reveal something about the nature of God's king. Right? 我就读啊、uh, 简单的啊、uh, 几处的圣经，我们其实有很多可以选讲到神的国。I'll give you the reference. You don't need to open there. We want to go through over several passages,、uh, but I just want to emphasize something here that I think is important. 我们会读几处的经节，大家不用翻，但是我想在这里强调这里的重点。In Psalm 103, verse 19, we read, "The Lord has established His throne in the heavens, and His sovereignty rules over all." 然后在诗篇啊一百零三篇，嗯、um, ，one o three， 呃 ，one o three nineteen， 啊，十九节说耶华在天上立定宝座，他的权柄统管万有。When this is being written is definitely after not just the fall of Satan, but at this point even the fall of man. 在这里写作的时候，不单是呃撒旦的啊背叛，而且当人也堕落了。And yet the some writer David by the Holy Spirit he declares. His God's sovereignty rules over all. Nothing is outside that dominion. 但是在大卫在圣灵的启示下面，他写下了说，神在天上立定宝座，他权柄统管万有，没有任何事情超越神的统管。Another verse in the Psalms, 145 verse 13. 另一处就是一百四十五篇，十四十四节。Your kingdom. Is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. Uh, verse uh, 13, 145. In other words, God never He never lost His kingdom when the archangel rebelled. 换句话说，哪怕当天使长背叛的时候，神永远没有。啊，失去对他国的啊管理统治。But our Lord commands us to pray, "Thy kingdom come." 
It's, we may think, and that would be incorrect, that, well, we're asking for something that is, no, no, is not there. We're asking for that to come. 但是主教导我们说我们要祷告说你的国降临，我们呃有的时候会错误的以为说好像这个国不在这里，我们让这个国来临一样。And perhaps you should clarify that.在这里我们要清楚解释一下。Our brother Kong, he put it in this terms, and I think he was there's a lot of wisdom here, that the kingdom of God has a wider sense and a more narrow sense.啊，江弟兄很有智慧的跟我们解释说。神的国有一个广泛的定义，还有一个更呃一个呃窄小的一个定义，具体的定义。In the wide sense, his dominion is from everlasting, from eternity to eternity, untouched, and he reigns over all.在广泛的定义的话，啊，当中呢，神的呃掌权是从永远到永远，是他的统管万有所有的一切。and even if Satan rebelled and is doing a lot of things that are definitely against God's will, at the end of the day, God is still the sovereign one. No one can get away from God's authority. And that's why in the book of Job, you have something very interesting. The book of Job begins with that scene. There is a court in heaven, so to speak. And God is the judge. And all the angels, they assemble around God. And Satan is one of them that comes as to report to the sovereign.所以在约伯记一开始的时候，就讲到我们天上的一幅情形，就是天使都聚集在神的那里，然后哪怕撒旦也要到神的那里去报告。so in that wide sense, like the Psalms that we read, God's God's kingdom is from everlasting to everlasting and it's over everything. 然后就像在广泛的定义当中,神的国是从永远到永远,它包含所有的一切。But then there is the other sense, a more narrow or strict sense of that kingdom. 然后还有一个更具体的狭义,具体的定义,就是... And looking at it from that angle, God's kingdom is real when His will is being done voluntarily by the subjects. 这里呢，就讲到了神的国在他的国民是自愿的来行使神的旨意的时候，那神的国就真实的存在在那里。Whenever there is a willing submission to Him. That is the, the narrow sense of his kingdom. That is the kingdom in the sense, thy kingdom come.这里这个对于国度具体的定义,就是说,当那些有人在那里愿意顺服自愿的顺服神的旨意的时候,神的国就在那里,这是一个更加具体的一个定义。So of course, the prayer our Lord instructs us to make has to do with the narrow sense of his kingdom. 所以主教导我们在这里的祷告所祷告的国度降临,就是在这一个更具体的定义当中。That's why verse 10 has two halves, and one explains the other. 所以呢,第十节是分成两部分,这一半解释另一半。Our Lord says, Thy kingdom come. 主讲说,你的国降临。When do you know that His kingdom in the narrow sense has come? When His will is done on earth as it is on heaven. 什么时候你知道神的国
呃降临了呢？就是在这个狭义定义当中的时候，就当他旨意行在他子民当中，能行在天上的时候。We know that in heaven there is no nothing challenges God's authority. Well, now we pray that the same may be the case down here. 我们知道天上没有任何的事物能够挑战神的权柄。我们希望在地上祷告到地上也是这样的情形。But to put it slightly different, when when do we know that God's kingdom comes in its spiritual reality? 呃，换一句话说，在属灵的呃实际当中，什么时到什么时候我们知道神的国降临了呢 ？The kingdom comes when God finds those who obey Him. 啊，神的国来到了，就是当神找到的那些啊顺从他的人。When he finds those that submit voluntarily, not by compulsion. When he finds those that submit to his authority. 当神啊得到了那些自愿的顺服着神的旨意的，而不是说啊被迫顺服神旨意的人。When he finds those that allow his character to be worked out in them. 当他找到了那些。他的性情做成在这些人身上的时候。Now, if you go back to that verse, going back to the formation, creation of man, there are two essential aspects of the kingdom that are revealed there, incidentally, in that verse and in, in those first chapters of Genesis. 我们再回到创世第一章，在神造人的这里面有两个啊啊根本重要的啊神造人的目的的内容在那里有提到。You see. God's kingdom, his his goal, his his purpose in establishing his kingdom is to have subjects where his very character is is imprinted, and they can rule according to that character. 神的旨意，神的目的，就是说，神的性情就磨成在这些啊所造的人的身上，然后他们可以彰显神。And that's why when he make when he decides I'm going to make man, right? Or let us make man. So he decides to make man. So let us make man. Even before anything about ruling is mentioned, he says, "Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them rule." Uh, 就是在讲到让他们管理之前，他就说到照我们的形象，按我们的样式造人，然后让他们管理。That is what is in God's heart regarding His kingdom. Having a vessel, subjects that are like him, and then they are going to rule according to what he is. So, God's heart is that in His kingdom, He first has to have a person, and then have his character to represent him, and then come here to manage this kingdom. And I will ask you to keep that in mind, because that's really the burden in my heart to go through Scripture and see that very principle. Everywhere you look to this matter of the kingdom, it has to be in subjects that are according to His image, like Him. Ah, I 特别想强调，因为这里也是我负担的重点，就是你在圣经到处的地方的话，你看到神讲到他国度的时候，他的一直有这样的原则，就是说神要照着他的形象，按着他的样式来彰显他对神国的管理。But there is a second aspect of God's kingdom that is revealed to us in those opening chapters in Genesis. 然后还有一个第二点关于神国的特质，也在创世纪这一章里告诉我们。Which is God wants a kingdom where the subjects are submitting to Him voluntarily, out of their free will. 就是神需要一个国，在这个国当中的子民是
And that's why our Bible begins, if you have noticed, and I'm sure you have, it begins with a choice, doesn't it? Man is placed in that garden. When there are two special trees, there are many trees for food for the body, and then there are two special trees. 所以神被放在了伊甸园当中，在伊甸园有各样的树，但是有两个特别的树。The tree of knowledge of good and evil, and the Lord says, "Don't eat of that tree." And then there is the tree of life, but God says nothing about not eating about about that tree. 在那里有分别善恶树，神告诉亚当夏娃，不可吃大树的果子。同时还有生命树，神没有讲，告诉亚当夏娃不可以吃那生命树的果子。It's almost the opposite. It's as if God is almost hinting that. That's the tree you should eat, not the other tree. 好像神在这里有一个暗示说，你这应当吃生命树的果子，你不应当吃分别上树的果子。Why there is such choice at the very opening of Scripture? 为什么在圣经开始的时候，神就给人这样的选择呢？ It reveals something essential about the nature of God's kingdom. 这就启示了啊，我们神的国最本质的一个原则。God is not interested. In reigning by decree, let's put it that way. 神不是啊，神对于用命令来统管他的国度没有兴趣。See, that's the wide sense of God's kingdom. He's above everything, and it would would be so easy for him to force everyone to do what he wants. He could do that, no problem. 这个其实，在广泛的意义下，神的国度当中，神的确是统管万有的。他可以让啊，所有的啊，百姓，所有的啊。一切的事情听从他的命令。But that's not what he's after. 但这并不是神所向往。He doesn't want to threat us into submission. 他并不想威胁我们来顺服。He doesn't want us to serve under a compulsion. 他不想用压迫压着我们来顺服。He don't want us to, to have conscripts in his kingdom. Does that word make sense? Uh, you know, when, when conscripts of an army... You have to, they say, okay, you have to come and fight. No, I don't want to do that. No, that's it. You have no choice. 他, 他并不想像好像在世界上的国度里就是征兵役一样,你必须要参军,你没有选择,他并不想这样做。See, our, our Lord, remember when he was arrested in Gethsemane? 大家记得我们的主在哥西马尼园被逮捕的时候。And when Peter draws the sword, the Lord says, well, no, why are you doing that? Don't you know that I could ask my father? And he would send twelve legions of angels and finish this whole thing. 那个时候彼得拔刀，主耶稣就告诉他说：“要收到入鞘，你为什么要这样做？你不知道我可以跟天父求，就派十二营的天使过来吗？” The Lord doesn't want a kingdom that is on that basis. That if I don't obey, He sends twelve legions of angel my, uh, angels my way. 主并不想啊用。这样的强武力的方式，强迫的方式，让人顺服。他说：“我就可以求父，就派十二个营的天使。”And the angel smack us into submission. That's not what he wants. 然后天使就把我们打到我们顺服，这不是神所要的。He seeks voluntary submission from our hearts. 神所寻求的是从我们心里的自愿的顺服。I find it extremely meaningful that our Bible begins. The way it does. 我觉得圣经是这样的开始，是非常有意义的。It's like the nature, the character of His kingdom is incidentally, if you will, revealed. 就好像关于他的性情，他国度的特质 
Unfortunately, as we all know, man made the wrong choice. He refused to be under the rule of God. And as we know from Scripture, from that point on, since the fall of man, the rule that was given to man, let them rule, that was transferred to an observer. 我们知道，从那日开始起，原来神所赐给人管理的权柄就被那篡夺者所篡夺了。Man was placed over everything. Remember the the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle, the wild animals, etc. 人本来有权柄管理一切海里的鱼、空中的鸟、地上的牲畜和并爬一切爬的昆虫。But man was under one. Above everything, but under one. That's why he could rule. And of course, when Adam sinned, then you read that Satan is called, by our Lord Jesus himself, he's not contesting that, he's called the prince of this world. 所以当人堕落之后，我们记得主耶稣就称撒旦，他说着他是这个世界的王。It is as if that rule that the Lord meant for man to exercise was forfeited, was transferred, was usurped by the enemy. He took over.就好像神原来为人所预备的权柄，现在就被敌人所篡夺了。He is now the prince. He is Satan, the prince of this world. How about man? Did you notice the verse in Colossians that we read? For he rescued us. This is what we are by nature. Pay attention. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of the Son of His love.大家记得我们刚才在哥罗西书里面所看到的，就是神救我们脱离那黑暗的国度，把我们迁移到爱子光明的国度当中。by nature, we are born into a power that is not God's kingdom anymore. It's the domain of darkness. But brothers and sisters, in all that Adam failed, and the whole race, you and I, we failed with him. In all that, the second man, the last Adam, for Lord Jesus, he succeeded, he triumphed.所以弟兄姊妹们，我、你、我都包括了我们在我们失败的地方啊，在撒旦呃所篡夺了权柄之的时候，第二个亚当，我们的主耶稣他得胜。When our Lord Jesus came to this earth, you finally see a man in whom the kingdom of God is a perfect reality in that narrow sense. 当我们主来到了地上，你再次在我们的主身上看到了神的国，在这个人身上就在这个种狭义的定义当中就完全彰显了。Look at the life of our Lord Jesus on this earth.看看我们主在地上的生活。There you have someone that submits from his heart fully to his Father.这里有一位在他心中完全对他父是顺服的。God's authority is never challenged in Christ's life. There is no resistance to God's rule over him. It's the kingdom. You, you look, what is the kingdom of God supposed to look like? Look at the Lord Jesus. And you see God's rule perfectly displayed in his life as a second man. 
，所以主耶稣作为第二个人，第二个亚当，我们看到了神的旨意在他身上就完全的彰显，对他对神的旨意完全顺服。No wonder that Paul, when he describes in that great passage about Christ in Philippians chapter two, he says that he became obedient to the point of death, even death of the cross. 所以当保罗讲到主耶稣。啊，是啊，描写主耶稣的时候，就讲到啊，第二章里讲到主耶稣啊，存心顺服，取了奴，反倒虚己，取了奴仆的形象，然后自己存心顺服，以至于死，且死在十字架上。How perfect was God's kingdom in Christ? The rule of God in this man, Jesus Christ, he was obedient to the point of death. 啊，主的神的国度啊，在主耶稣身上是多么的完全呢？主耶稣顺服，他顺服直到一直到死。But let me just continue on those two points that we see in Genesis. You see them perfectly realized in the life of Christ. 在创世纪里面，我们刚才讲到的两点，我们看见他完全的应验在彰显在主耶稣的身上。First, in Christ, we see someone that is under God's submission, under God's in God's kingdom, but with the same character of God. In the image of God. 首先，我们看到了这里在神的国度当中有一个人，他的确彰显了神的形象性情。There is nothing. Let's put it this way. Nothing in the life of Jesus that is out of harmony with God's character. 啊，换一句话说，在耶稣的生命当中，没有任何的事事物是与神的形象性情相抵触。And you see that. All over the place again. When you look at his life, 我们看主耶稣的一生，我们看到到处都看到这样的例子。Let me give you just a few examples. 给大家几个例子。Remember when when Philip is asking the Lord, Lord, show us the Father. He's mystified because the Lord is saying that He's the the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through Him. 啊，当主耶稣跟门徒讲说，我就是道路、真理、生命，没有人能不通过我来到父那里去的时候，腓力就在那里有很多疑惑，说：“主啊，把父显给我们看。” So Philip doesn't understand and said, "Lord, show us the Father. That's enough for us." 腓力他就不明白，他就对主说：“主啊，把父显给我们看，对我们就足够了。” And you remember what the Lord says, Philip, you have been with me for so long, you don't recognize me. 主就对腓力说：“腓力，你已经跟我随我这么久了，你还不认识我吗 ？”He who has seen me has seen the Father. 见到我的就见到了父。Here you have one that is exactly the image of God, and his the kingdom of God in his life is according to that character of God. 在这里你有一个人，他就真的是神的形象，本体的形象。然后就在他的生命当中，你就看到了神的国度就彰显在他的生命当中完全的。But more than that, you have someone that is in submission to the Father, in out of his free will, perfectly voluntary, nothing under compulsion. 不但如此，在这里你看到了一个人，他对父神的顺服是完全自愿的，没有任何强迫压迫的。And if let me just read verse from Psalm 40, you have a messianic, is a messianic song. And you have a statement that sheds a lot of light in that specific aspect about the obedience, the nature of the obedience of Christ. 我们读一下诗篇四十篇，这是一关于弥赛亚的诗篇，在这里就真的把基督的性情完全的彰显了出来。I'll read it from Psalm 40, but we know that this is messianic. 
from New Testament authority. Because this is quoted referring to Christ in Hebrews chapter 10. 我们知道在希伯来书第十章引诱这个节圣经就讲到这的确是指着弥赛亚说的。So here is Messiah, Christ himself is speaking. And in verse 6 he says, Sacrifice a new offering you have not desired as a prayer to God. My ears you have opened.这里第六节这就是弥赛亚他的祷告说,既无何礼物你不喜悦,你已经开封我的耳朵。And here you have the Lord making an allusion. Perhaps is that the picture here is of that Hebrew slave, someone that was a slave and he was supposed after seven years of six years of service, he was supposed to go free on the seventh year. 这也好像主在这样的背景，就是说在希伯来的啊为奴的，他做了啊六年的奴奴仆，然后到七年他要被呃自由出去。But that servant had a choice to make. If he decided, you know what? I love my master. I don't want to go free. 但是这个仆人在这里，他可以做一个决定。他可以说，我爱我的主人，我不愿意出去。He will go to the door, the what's the side of the door? The doorpost. Thank you. He will go to the doorpost and have his ear pierced. 他就会到那门槛那里，然后把耳朵穿洞。See, that's not my compulsion. He could go free. Nothing is stopping him. But he says, I love my master. I want to have my ear pierced, and I'll serve him for all my life. 大家看到了，他完全是自愿的，他可以出去不再为奴。但是呢，他说：“我爱我的主人，我愿意啊这样一生都作为他的奴仆。”Some suggest that this is the this is the background for this declaration. Your my ears you have opened. 有人有提到这一说，你已经开通了我的耳朵，就是有指着这样的一个背景。that is the attitude of the son as the perfect man towards his father. It's an obedience, a submission that is voluntary. 这里就是我们主神的儿子，他作为一个完全的人，对天父完全的顺服。And in verse eight, he says something that is even more amazing. He says, "This is again Messiah, Christ speaking. I delight to do your will, O oh my God. Your law is within my heart." 第八节，基督就在这里宣告说：“我的神啊，我乐意照你的旨意行，你的律法在我心里。”If the kingdom of God is is a matter of His will being done on earth as it as it is in heaven, you see how Christ obeyed that will. Oh, I delight to do Your will, Oh my God. 如果神国的旨意是关于神的旨意行在地上，如同行在天上的时候，我们就在基督。他的里面看到了他如何乐意照神的旨意行。他说：“我的神呐，我乐意照你的旨意行，你的律法在我心里。”The life of our Lord Jesus, brothers and sisters, reveals the very nature of the kingdom of God. 我们主耶稣的生命就完全彰显了神国度的特质。Obedience out of the heart. 是在心里面对神的顺服。A delight. It's not like doing something. You know when you would have to ask someone to do something and they don't want to do it? It's like pulling teeth, as they say. It's really awkward. But our Lord Jesus is exactly the opposite. I delight to do your will, oh my God. Uh,大家知道我们有一句话说,好像你让人做他不喜悦做的事情,好像在那给他拔牙一样。但是我们主在这里就完全不是这样。他是说,神啊,我乐意照你的旨意行。Our Lord Jesus, brothers and sisters, is the very embodiment of what the kingdom of God is. 
我们的主耶稣基督，他就是神的国度具体的彰显。No wonder that when Paul, by the Holy Spirit, he uses that phrase to describe the kingdom, he has transferred us from the domain of darkness. What does he say? To the kingdom of the Son of His love. 所以保罗在圣灵的感动下，就用这样的词说：他救我们脱离黑暗的权势，把我们迁到他爱子的国里。How do you understand God's kingdom? Is the kingdom of His of the Son of His love? He characterizes what the kingdom is supposed to be. 你如何能够认识知道神的国呢？在保罗在这里就说迁到他爱子的国里，这里就让我们看到他国度的特性。No wonder that when you get into the scene of transfiguration, you have something extremely meaningful if you're going to understand what the kingdom is. 呃，所以呢，当我们想到登山变相的时候，你要想知道关于神的国度如何，这里就特别有意义了。Because our Lord says, some some of you who are here are not going to see death until you see the kingdom of God coming in power. 所以主那时意就说，你们有的人在啊死以前就要看到神的国在能力当中降临。And you know, three of them didn't see death. That was Peter and John and James. He took them by himself six days later. He takes them to a high mount. 所以在六天之后，主耶稣就把彼得、雅各、约翰带到了山上。And the Lord Jesus is transfigured before their eyes. 主就在他们面前变了形象。And in that voice that comes from heaven. You know what is the kingdom of God according to His heart, in His mind, in His conception. So, that heavenly voice is what is the kingdom of God according to His heart, in His mind, in His conception. So, that heavenly voice is what is the kingdom of God according to His heart, in His mind, in His conception. So, that heavenly voice is what is the kingdom of God according to His heart, in His mind, in His conception. 就是他爱子的国度。But it doesn't end there. The Lord, it ends with a commandment: listen to him. 但他不止停在这里，他也给我们一个命令：你们要听他。What is the kingdom of God, brothers and sisters? 所以弟兄姊妹们，什么是神的国呢 ？What is that kingdom that we're supposed to pray that it comes? 所以什么是一个那我们祷告说要他来的国呢 ？Oh, when we, when Christ. Is the center when we listen to Him. That's when the kingdom comes in our lives in its spiritual reality. When Jesus is the center, when we listen to Him, that's when the kingdom comes in our lives in its spiritual reality. The one in whom the kingdom of God, the sovereign rule of God, was a perfect, unhindered reality. Then, ah. 统管万有的神的权柄，在没有任何的拦阻的实际当中。This one dies on a cross. 这一位他死在了十这十字架上。Why? 为什么 ？Well, the kingdom was a reality in him personally. 在他个人的身上，神的国是真实的。But how about us? 但是在我们身上呢 ？We were enemies. 我们是神的敌人。Rebels. 我们反叛。Alienated from God. And by dying on that cross, what Paul says in Colossians one becomes possible. 借着神呃主耶稣死在十字架上，让神的国变成了可能。Let me read it again. It says, "For He, that is God, God the Father, for He rescued us from the domain of darkness 
and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Now in the same breath, in the same sentence, verse 14, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. 所以在十三节十四节讲到他救了我们脱离了黑暗的权势，把我们迁到他爱子的国里，就在同一句里面，他又提到十四节，我们在爱子里得蒙救赎，罪过得以赦免。Brothers and sisters, by dying on that cross, our Lord Jesus makes it possible for us to be transferred from one domain, from one kingdom, Satan's kingdom, to God's kingdom. 所以借着主耶稣在十字架上的死，主耶稣让我们可以从 and that is only possible because he died on the cross in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins no wonder that when we read the gospels you have a phrase the gospel of the kingdom which occurs I think four times 所以当我们读福音书的时候,里面有这样的句话,就叫做说,关于神国度的福音,至少有四次。See, when we think on the gospel, we think on grace, and rightly so. It is a gospel of grace, it is an amazing grace, how sweet the sound. 当我们想到神福音的时候,我们常常想到神的恩典,的确这是何等美妙的恩典,的确是这样。As you know, gospel means good news. 大家知道,福音意味着好消息。And that he died on the cross to save me, that I... Should not go to hell, but go to hell. Oh, what wonderful news. But the Bible speaks of a gospel of the kingdom as well. In other words, that's part of the good news, brothers and sisters, is that we can be placed back under God's rule, under His authority, His kingdom. 所以换句话说，这个好消息的另一部分就是说，我们可以重新回到神的国度当中，在神的掌权之下。It's nothing short of glad tidings, the happiest news. Is that a happy news for you? 这个同样的也是真的充满了好的消息，让我们很喜悦的一个消息。Well, I want to mention two more things briefly because it's kind of uh, I'm trying, if you're noticing, uh, trying to go through Scripture very and jumping a lot of things and trying to see, trace God's kingdom in the creation of man, in the life of the, of the last Adam, our Lord Jesus, and now in our lives. So when we come to Acts, that's the next next part. We see one thing very clearly. The kingdom that was in our Lord Jesus, unhindered, perfectly manifested in his life, now is continued in the church. 在我们在使徒行传里，我们就看到神的国没有拦阻的在主耶稣身上彰显，现在也在教会当中彰显。I'm using that word very uh, intentionally. It's continued in the church. 它也继续在教会当中彰显。
I hope you realize that Acts is a continue. The book of Acts is a continuation. 我希望大家已经看到了，原来使徒行传是一个继续来描述的一本书。That's what Acts is all about. It's a continuation. 这就是使徒行传里最重要讲述的，就是继续的神的工作。我们如何知道呢 ？Because the book tells us that it begins telling us that verse chapter one verse one. The first account I composed. That's the Gospel of Luke. This is Doctor Luke writing, right? The first account I composed, the Gospel, Theophilus, about all that Jesus began to do and teach. 这个在《使徒行传》第一章第一节，这就是路加医生在这里记述的。提阿菲罗啊，我已经做了前书，前书就指到福音，路加福音书，论到耶稣开口一切所行所教训的。It's as if Luke is saying, Theophilus, what I wrote in the Gospel of Luke, all those wonders. It's just the beginning. Now I'm going to give you the continuation. 就好像啊，路加在这这里说，提阿非罗啊，我在路加福音所记述的是开始，现在我要继续来讲。And what do you find in the book of Acts? 那在使徒行传里看到什么呢 ？Yes, you guess right. It's the kingdom beginning to end. No exaggeration. 大家就看到了使徒行传从开始到末了都是讲到神的国度。You know, sometimes we realize that. As we preach, we can use a lot of hyperboles, you know, exaggerations and poetic license. But this is absolutely no exaggeration. The kingdom is from the beginning to the end of the book of Acts. 有的时候我们传道的时候，讲话的时候，我们有很夸张的描述。但在使徒行传里，从起头到末了，一点没有夸张，就描述了神的国如何在教会当中。How does Acts open? Well, we just read verse chapter one, verse one. 啊，实际上如何开始呢？我刚,刚读了第一章第一节。But when you read verse three, same chapter, the very beginning, what did the Lord Jesus speak to the disciples in those forty days between his resurrection and his ascension? 所以我们读第三节就讲到了主耶稣啊，在死后复活之后到他升天之间，像门徒们所讲的。It says to these to the disciples, he Jesus also presented himself alive after his suffering. By many convincing proofs, appearing to them over a period of forty days, and speaking of the things concerning the kingdom of God. 第三节讲到主耶稣，他受害之后，用许多的凭据将自己活活的显给使徒看，四十天之久向他们显现，讲说神国的事。And when you continue the same that same opening of the book, you see that the disciples still with that mind so stuck on. On a physical kingdom, they say, "Lord, is this the time you're going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And you know, is it finally?" <laughs> And the Lord says, "No, that's not of your concern." It's a pair. 然后我们继续读第一章后面呢，就讲到那那时候门徒们他还专注在地上的国的彰显，他就问主说：“你复兴以色列的时候就在这里是吗？”然后主耶稣告诉他们是说：“这个不是你们可以知道的时间日期。” And then he said, "But." I'll tell you what's your concern, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Oh, the kingdom of God will be made a reality by the Holy Spirit when He comes. 但是主耶稣在后面就告诉他们，他们所要关注的重点就是说，但圣灵要降到你们身上，你们就必得得着能力。这就讲到说，啊，神主的心意的重点。Now, ten days after that conversation, guess what happened? The Holy Spirit came. In the day of Pentecost. 在这个谈话之后的十天，大家知道发生了什么事吗？就是了五旬节来到，圣灵降在了使圣使徒的身上。Now I know there are many things going on in the day of Pentecost. 
The ponds of fire, uh, the, manifest, the preaching of the gospel, the first time, a lot of things are going on. 在那一天有像火焰舌头一样降在人的身上,然后还有传讲福音,那天发生了很多事。But when Peter sums up the whole thing, he's explaining to them. First they thought, these people must be drunk, because you know, all that blabbing, they couldn't understand those songs, many of them couldn't. So they must be drunk, and Peter said, no, 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 it's nine o'clock in the morning. No way, right? I'll explain to you what's going on. And he quotes Joel, he quotes the Psalms, he goes on, but he concludes in a way that gives you the meaning of Pentecost. Uh,那一天,那些百姓们,他们都混淆,他们觉得稀奇,觉得说这些人好像是醉酒了吗,因为他们在那里说起方言来,但彼得就起来给他们解释说,呃,解释说,呃,用约尔书的话,用圣经的
，你们定在十字架上的这位耶稣，神已经立他为主为基督了。That's the reason, brothers and sisters, the church was born to testify to the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord. You want another word for that? He is the King, exalted. 所以这就是为什么教会在这一天被生下来，可以来做见证。主耶稣是主，换一句话说，他就是王。And the whole book of Acts is occupied with that testimony, the lordship, the kingship, the rule of Christ through the church. 所以整本的使徒行传来就是来见证主耶稣是主，是王，然后他借着教会来执行他的王权。See the continuation. The kingdom that was a reality in Jesus' life is continued through the church. 大家看到了这一个延续，那天国国度的实际在主耶稣身上的彰显，就继续的在教会的身上彰显。But remember, it's not just something technical. 但大家记得，这不是一个很技术性的定义。That kingdom, I'm going to keep emphasizing those two points, is according to a likeness, is according to an image. 呃、uh, ，我们继续强调我们之前强调的两点，这个国度是靠按照神的形象、神的性情。And in the church, in the book of Acts, you can see so clearly that that image of Christ is being expressed through the church in reality, and the kingdom therefore is real. 所以在使徒行传当中，我们可以看到了，呃，主耶稣基督的性情就在教会当中很具体的彰显出来。You can see that all over the place again. You 在很多的地方可以看到这些彰显 But I'll just mention one verse, one one story which I really love that shows that it's not just their kind of an official entity that has authority of Christ. No, they do that out of the image of Christ that is within them. 所以在这里有一个经节，有一处我很喜欢，大家可以在这里看到说。啊、uh, ，那个啊， uh, 基督啊的、uh, 性情的实际，不是说好像只是神外面的一个要求、一个定义，而是的确他们里面有神这样的性情、这样的生命能够彰显出来。Do you remember when in the first time that they are in prison? It's chapter four. Very soon after, we don't know how how long exactly, but all points that is something very shortly after Pentecost. 呃，我们知道《使徒行传》第四章，呃，不知道有多久，但很快在五旬节之后没有多久就发生的事情，他们入监了。Peter and John they healed that man that was in the in the door of the temple. Remember? 彼得和约翰就医治了圣殿门口的那一个瘫子。And as soon as they they do that, there is a, every there is a commotion and they are arrested. 然后在那里就有一些混乱，他们就被捕了。Now. When they are talking to those authorities and answering to the points they are made, the authorities themselves they make an observation. 当他们在那与工会审判他们的人说话的时候，那些人就注意到了一些特别的事情。Listen to what they say. This is Acts chapter four, verse thirteen. Now, as they, these are the authorities, as they observed the confidence of Peter and John, and understood that they were uneducated and untrained men. They were amazed and began to recognize them as having been with Jesus. 第四章十三节，他们见彼得、约翰的胆量，又看出他们原是没有学问的小民，就稀奇，认明他们是跟过耶稣的
You see, that is what the kingdom is, brothers and sisters. 弟兄姊妹们，看到这就是神的国所关乎的。Is the authority of the Lord being exercised, but out of His life, His character within, and that's what is happening. 就是借着主的生命，他在里面的性情，这样的生命里面所阐述来的权柄，在这里的彰显。The authorities listen to them, and the conclusion is is inescapable. They say. This man has been with Jesus. We we can we can touch that spirit of Jesus in them. That is the church, brothers and sisters. That's the kingdom. Ah, 弟兄姊妹们，这里就在他们生命当中，那是耶稣的生命所流露出来的时候，彰显出来的权柄。这就是当耶稣的生命在教会当中所彰显出来神国的情形。It's not just a rule that is done mechanically. 这不是只是一个很机械的一个啊。But the character and nature of the Lord Jesus characterizes the subjects of the kingdom. 是主耶稣的性情、生命，然后来定义神的国。And by the way, it's voluntary, isn't it? 的确，在这里它是一个自愿的。Or read something that is not in Acts, but it's from Paul, which is maybe the main character, quote unquote, in Acts in the second half of the book. 啊、uh, ，我们就读一段，不是在《使徒行传》里，然而是在《使徒行传》里主要的一个人物，就是保罗，他所经历的事。He's talking in Second Corinthians five that we don't live, we don't live, no longer live for ourselves. 在格林多后书，保罗在那里说，我们不再为自己而活。But listen to what he says. What's the reason for that in verse fourteen? For the love of Christ controls us or constrains us. Having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. Yeah. Um, Second Corinthians five fourteen. Five fourteen. Uh, Verse 15, and he died for all, so that they who live might live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and rose again on their behalf. 刚才其实我跳了一读，应该十前开十四节十五节。原来基督的爱激励我们，因为我们想一人即替众人死，众人就都死了，并且他替众人死，叫那些活着的人不再为自己活，乃为替他们死而复活的主活。See, that's the kingdom. We live no longer for ourselves. We live for our King. 所以这就是神的国。But it's not out of compulsion. This is not by obligation. 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 There is one more point, but I'll, I'll definitely will not have time for that. 我还有一点本来想要分享，没有时间了。I'll just mention it for you. 我只是跟大家提一下。When you come to Revelation, it's just one generation, thirty years after the close of the book of Acts. 我们到启示录里的时候，其实在写作的年代是在使徒行传之后三十年。And when we come to the book of Revelation, which In a way, is the book that reveals that kingdom being manifested visibly. 然后，当我们读到启示录，就好像把这个国度啊，很明显、具体的彰显出来。But unfortunately, we know that a spiritual declension, just in that generation, thirty years, spiritual declension had kicked in. 但很不幸的，就在这三十年
一个世代之间，属灵的衰落就进来了。How do we know that? 我们怎么知道呢 ？Just read those seven letters to the seven churches in chapter two and three. 我们只读到第二章、第三章里面给七个教会的七封书信。And you know immediately that God's rule is not real among His people. 很，马上我们就看到了神的呃掌权并没有在这些百姓当中是真实的。When God's kingdom, God's rule is real, is something that is according to His nature, to His character. That's inside the subject. 啊，当神的统管掌权是真实的时候，就是在。他从同管的这些人，他们的生命当中，就像神的性情一样，真实的彰显出来。But when you see the the spiritual condition of the vast majority of those seven churches, where is the image of Christ? Where is the likeness to the Lord Jesus in those churches? 但是我们看这小亚细亚七个教会当中，我们在哪里能够看到主耶稣基督的性情？ It's not just a matter of those seven specific churches. They stand for the church at large, the whole church. And one thing that is clear when you read those seven church, that seven letters, is that what Christ is looking for in the church is to find Himself, the His own image formed within each one of those churches. 当你读这个七封书信的时候，你看到耶稣在对每一个教会说话的时候，他在那每一个教会里面都要想找到自己的啊、呃、样式性情在这些教会当中。As I said, I don't have time to go through this. 我说我们已经没有时间继续讲了。But thank the Lord, brothers and sisters, because even without the details, one thing is clear when we read the book of Revelation. 但感谢主，在这些所有的具体的。啊，细节当中有一件事情，我们读起录是很清楚的。God's goal has not changed. 神的目的没有改变。Even if the church at large has failed in submitting to the rule of God, to be in the reality of His kingdom, He never gives up. 虽然啊啊，教会整体啊，对于对神的顺服，对于让神国的旨神国来彰显，已经。And you could say that in the book of Revelation, God is working to secure a corporate vessel that is still going to express His kingdom according to His heart and mind. Ah, 神在启示语当中在那里具体的工作，他要啊把教会按照他的心意被预备好，按照他的旨意顺服他的旨意。There is a remnant, the overcomers, if you will, in them. The reality of the kingdom is real. 在那里有一群人，神的渔民，在他们当中，神的旨意是真实的。And through that remnant, the whole church eventually is led back under that submission to God, under that kingdom that God sees. 借着这些渔民啊，所有的神的子百姓，最终会带回到神的啊国度，神的旨意。We'll leave it at that. For now, 我们现在就停在这里。But brothers and sisters, my word of encouragement to all of us. 但弟兄姊妹，我就想鼓励我们所有的人。The Lord is seeking that image, that character being formed within us, that expresses what His kingdom is. 主就寻找他的性情，他的形象在我们里面能够成型， is, 让他的国度可以彰显。And that is something that has to be voluntary. It's not going to be forced upon you or upon me. 
。这些不是能够强迫在你我身上的，而是我们自愿的。But may the Lord encourage us, so we, we may offer ourselves afresh, so that He may do His work in even conformance to the image of Christ. 但愿主鼓励我们，我们再一次重新把自己献献上，啊，让他让基督的形象能够成型在我们的里面。Let's pray. 让我们来祷告。Lord, we ask that somehow you would create an impression within us. 主，我们求你在我们心中有这样的感动。We pray, Lord, that by your Holy Spirit we may see in your Word what the kingdom means. 借着你的圣灵，让我们可以看见你的国度意味着什么。Oh, and that we may offer ourselves even to be that corporate vessel that manifests manifests that kingdom. 我们可以把我们自己献上，成为你国度彰显荣耀的器皿。We pray that by your grace and mercy you will write your word upon our hearts. 啊，借着你的恩典和怜悯，你把这些话语写在我们的心上。In Jesus' precious name, we pray. 是奉靠耶稣宝贝的名祷告。Amen. Amen. We're dismissed. 好，我们就结束在这里。